We have all had painful events in our lives that can lead to depression, anxiety, addiction, or broken relationships. But here's a secret. It is not about what happened to us that causes suffering. It's the stories we believe about ourselves. Join us as we shine light on how to rewrite our stories, avoid the shadows of shame, and travel along the pathway to joy, love, and connection. It's the Finding Peace Podcast with your host, Amazon best-selling author, Troy L. Love. So I'm on a backpacking trip with my son and his Boy Scout troop. And I have to be honest, I wasn't really excited to go. It's not that I didn't want to hang out with my son. And it's not that I didn't want to do something with the Boy Scouts. It's that I live in Arizona. And this week, it's been 115 degrees at my house. A heat wave has been going across the country. And we planned to go backpacking in July in Arizona. So to be honest, I wasn't really looking forward to going. In fact, I was dreading it. I was afraid that it was going to get too hot and we might have somebody pass out because of heat exhaustion and it would be a horrible experience. But my son really wanted to go. He's really eager to move up and and earn his eagle in Boy Scouts. And so he really wants to do this kind of stuff. Plus, he's a boy and he loves doing these kind of boy activities. He loves being in the outdoors and climbing and, and all of that. And so I got him a backpack and I got a backpack and we shoved it full of stuff to help us be able to survive for two nights. My backpack was 45 pounds and his backpack was about 35 pounds. And I was still complaining and mumbling about going. But obviously, I'm here. And something magical happened when we arrived. As we we drove to Prescott, Arizona, which is a much higher elevation, there's pine trees and it's cooler. And as we started to head into Prescott and we started to drive through the pine trees, something shifted inside of me. The beauty of being here changed what I was feeling inside. I began to recognize the beauty that was around. We saw two doe deer jump in front of our car. And I remember how wonderful it is to be out in nature. And so by the time we parked the car and I got out and I just stood in the pure nature of the world, something had changed inside of me. As the stars began to shine tonight, I can see so many more of them than I can see from where I live in the urban city. And I notice my heart changing. I notice that I become more grounded. I notice that I begin to feel less anxious, less worried. And I notice that my complaining 
my negative attitude, as it were, ceases to exist. And I understand that that's why my wife really likes it when we go out in nature. I began to be curious to find out if there was any neurological proof that shows that being in nature changes the brain. And surprisingly, there's been a lot of research done over the last few years about what happens when people are in nature. One study identified that people that were in nature, that they went on a backpacking trip for four days, and then they were asked to accomplish some puzzle mind games, did 45% better than the ones who stayed home and didn't go out into the world. They they did another study where they had people in Finland who just went for a walk in the park for 20 minutes a day and then compared those to people who didn't go walking through the park and found out that they were healthier, that they were more emotionally grounded, their, their blood pressure was less. There was another study where they looked at the MRIs of people's brains and noticed that there was much more activity in the regions that help us be calm and, and, and grounded for those who were spending time in nature compared to those that don't. So there is neurological science that backs up what I experienced today. And I, I think about when I was a child, some of my fondest memories are when my, my parents would take me up a canyon. I grew up in, in the, near the Rocky Mountains, right at the foothills of the Rocky Mountains. And so they'd take us up to the canyon and there was a reservoir up there and there was a river and we would get our inner tubes and we would go way up the top of the, the river of the camp and then we'd just go all the way down until we had to come out and then we'd do it all over again and we would spend the entire afternoon just riding the river and and... It was, it was a wonderful experience. It's a happy memory. As I'm thinking about it right now, I, I feel a little bit of emotional about how, how wonderful and worry-free those moments were, being in nature. As I mentioned, I lived on the bottom, I lived in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, and we lived in a different time then, where my parents would let me go and just explore the world and I just had to be home before dark. And so me and my friends would climb all over the Rocky Mountains. We'd climb up to the top of the mountain peak that was looming over our my house and we would stand and look over the entire valley and see the beauty and and just feel the energy of being up on a mountain top and looking down below. And we were able to explore there was something about it. Now, now we live in Yuma, Arizona, and there's beauty in the desert too. There really is. It's a different kind of beauty. But when it's 115 degrees outside, it's really hard to go out and enjoy being out in beauty. When it's wintertime and it's 75 degrees, I love it. It's, it's so beautiful. And I'm so grateful that I don't have to shovel snow. It's wonderful to be there. But in the, in the summertime, it's really hard. And so we have to drive hours and hours away to get to somewhere where it's cooler. It takes us about three hours to get to the beach 
and it takes us about three or four hours to get up into the mountains. And so there are some times where I don't have the time to be able to do that. So as much as I was complaining earlier this week about not wanting to go, I'm really grateful now that I came. I'm grateful and I'm I'm so happy to be able to listen to my son laughing and playing with his friends. I'm happy that he's not in front of a screen, but he's out in nature and he's climbing rocks and he's doing the kinds of things that his body and his mind need. It, it helps ground him. It helps him be able to tap into his own body and he doesn't even know that it's happening. But these are the memories that I'm hoping that he'll be able to have so that when he gets older and he looks back, he'll remember that his dad took him to go backpacking. And just like my parents took me to go inner tubing down a river. So if you have an opportunity to go out in nature, go to a park and just walk for 20 minutes, Take your shoes off and stand in the grass and just feel the grass between your feet. Or if you're near a beach, go walk along the beach and let the water lap up against your feet and, and breathe in the salty air. Or if you're in a place where there's hills and valleys or, or acres and acres of farmland, go stand out there and smell the earth and, and the beauty of crops growing and, and seeing the beauty of things growing and the, the vibrant colors, just feeling the sunshine on your face. Try to do that as often as you can. It literally changes your brain and it connects your, your mind and your heart and it gives you a moment to just be calm. Nothing to worry about. In fact, one research study identified that people who went and spent some time outside spent less time ruminating. Ruminating means that there's these thoughts are just going and going and going all over the place like a ping pong ball in your brain. And when you go outside, it just calms it down. And, and that's what I experienced tonight as I'm looking up at the stars. So... It's a place to find peace. It doesn't take technology. It doesn't take a lot. It just takes you being able to walk outside and feel the earth under your feet. So if you have a chance to do it, please do. And I would love to hear what your experiences are like when you are experiencing nature. I'd love to hear what happens to you. And if you notice the changes that happen, I'd love to have you make comments about that. And uh, that would be a beautiful thing to share with us. That's one of the reasons why I designed the Finding Peace Retreat. We try to do the Finding Peace Retreat about two times a year, and I specifically have planned it to be away from the world in, in a place where it's in nature, where we're able to go out and spend some time in the trees and, and look up at the sky and just feel the grass under our feet and smell the earth. It, it is a place where we're able to go for four days and just be in nature and experience the healing power of being in nature. 
that alone is transformative. So if you're interested in going to the Finding Peace Retreat, you can go to findingpeaceacademy.com and you can click on the link for the Finding Peace Retreat and you can learn more about it. It's a life-changing experience. We've had many people go through the the two times that we've done it already and the reviews and the feedback that I've gotten from the participants has been that it's changed their lives. And I believe that part of that is nothing that I've done in creating the retreat, but just the fact that they're able to go and be in nature for a couple of days and just enjoy the beauty of the world. So I hope that you have an opportunity to take part in looking up at the stars or smelling the fresh air or putting your feet in the dirt. And then let me know how it goes. Have a good day. You've been listening to the Finding Peace Podcast. If we added value to your life, let us know or give us a rating. Before you go, subscribe to the show and get new episodes as soon as they are published. Thank you for spending part of your journey with us. And don't forget to grab your free copy of the Amazon best-selling book, The Art of Peace, by going to www.troyllove.com. Copyright Finding Peace Consulting.